Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. I think we're going here. Yes, we are. We are finally live. Or we were. Um, wow. Wow. The counter here is jumping all over the place, but I'm assuming I live. If you guys can give me some um, feedback on this, we've had four instances of interference this week, and I just had a video demonetized for simply talking about identified Hamas trapping um, New York City police, and you see the video, and taking down U.S. flags in Times Square. Uh, this is just absolutely insane what's going on great great oh my gosh maybe we'll go with off without a hitch um i'm going to ask you guys to please share this far and wide because this is a necessary part two of what we were talking about um yesterday in fact i'm going to go ahead and 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 i can't display this on live stream so I'll have to read from it. But this is just off the charts. Biden is absolutely handing off the country to the United Nations. You know, he's endorsed the 17 Sustainable Developmental Goals from the UN. Uh, and whether they're good, bad, or indifferent is not even the argument. The argument is he's creating treaties without the necessary procedure. He's done it with multiple entities now. He's just ruling uh, by dictate. Yes, he's a dictator. This this is absolutely amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yesterday, we reported, in case you missed it, that Biden was going to take over the Internet and um, he was going to basically censor. Well, today we have found out that he has really made plans to hand off the Internet to the United Nations, and they're acknowledging this. This is something I thought was an intramural debate between the FCC heads. Brendan Carr, the FCC chief, came out and says, oh, no, no, this is this is a Democratic appointee saying um, we can't do this. This is the total takeover of the Internet, and we just simply cannot do this. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm just saying, whoa. OK, well, today on UNESCO. And they started publishing stuff on this yesterday. But today on UNESCO, ladies and gentlemen, they started um, publishing guides for Internet behavior, uh, surveys they had done requesting that the Internet be taken over. Th this is incredible. I'm going to read to you a little bit here, um, and I'll put the link in when we're done tonight. Okay, so you can go look at this for yourself. Um, but I'm looking at a headline right here. It says... Um, UNESCO seeks to regulate all Internet content. Now, do you remember when Obama gave the U.N. the codes to the Internet and people had a fit? Well, nothing came of it. But it looks like this has been a dormant operation for a while, waiting for the right time. Well, this is the right time. Biden has declared that they're taking over the Internet and that um, um, now the U.N. is saying it's coming to us. We're in charge. Okay, I'm going to just read to you some excerpts here. And this is straight from the horse's mouth. This is UNESCO, United Nations. Digital technology has enabled immense progress on freedom of speech. How funny is that? But social media platforms have accelerated and amplified the spread of false information and hate speech 
posing major risks to societal cohesion, peace, and stability. Whoa, hold on. Do you remember yesterday I talked about one of the justifications that Biden was using to take over the Internet with social cohesion? Lock step together. Shall we goose step one, two, three? See, Guile, goose step one, two, three. Social cohesion. Now, here's what's interesting, okay? Amplified the spread of false information. False information according to whom? According to whom? See, Biden has been exposed in the U.S. Congress as an absolute uh, corrupt fool. And had it not be for the DOJ, the FBI, and the Senate that's under the control of the Democratic Party, Biden would already be out of office. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Is that false information? So you're saying all that evidence we're seeing in the House, that's fake? And that's hate speech that has to be censored? Um, I, I got censored today for showing a tweet video of police trapped while people were trying to get to them and do them harm. Mm-hmm. You can go see it. It's still up there, but uh, got demonetized. Um, I don't know why anyone would have a problem with that. Um, the Chicken Lily New York Police Department's not defending its citizens or even themselves. Okay, now let me continue on. UNESCO's action plan is the result of a consultation process on a scale unprecedented within the United Nations system. Over 10,000 contributions from 134 countries collected over the last 18 months. Over 40 pages, it outlines the principles which must be respected, as well as the concrete measures which must be implemented by all stakeholders, governments, regulatory authorities, civil society, and the platforms themselves. I guess... The Constitution is now burned in effigy, and the U.N. is now our boss. And it goes on to say there are seven fundamental principles to be respected. Here we go. This is what we're going to look forward to, and this is just the beginning. The impact on human rights becomes the compass for all decision-making at every stage by every stakeholder. So they always start out with the noble. It's for the children. It's for the greater good. Okay, listen, that's nonsense. Let's get down to what they really want. Independent public regulators are set up everywhere in the world with clearly identified roles and sufficient resources to carry out their message mission. What is the mission? Censorship. These independent regulators will work in close coordination as part of a wider network to prevent digital companies from taking advantage of disparities between national regulations. For example, you can say things on Twitter in America that you can't say in the EU, and that's getting Elon Musk sued by the EU. This is what they're talking about. So we're going to harmonize all inter- all national laws. That's what they're saying. That's a global dictatorship. Who are they to tell a nation what their law should be? But this is what they're saying. We are going to harmonize all laws between nations with regard to internet speech. Okay, now they get they get better. Content moderation is feasible and effective at scale in all regions and in all languages. Boy, this one is really scary. Accountability and transparency are established in these platforms algorithms which are often geared towards maximizing engagement at the cost of reliable information. Let me reread this in my words, okay? What people decide they want to say based on their own volition, okay, is encouraged by many online platforms because it's their inherent right to free speech. But we have to say this is not reliable information because it's information we don't agree with. See, it's not that whether it's true or not. And who are they to be the arbiters of truth for any nation and all nations? Who are they to say what disinformation is? This is establishing the U.N. as a total global dictatorship. Okay, moving on. 
Platforms need to take more initiative to educate and train users to think critically. I'm going to do something tomorrow night here to show you what's happened to critical thinking in America. There is very little critical thinking going on. You do critical thinking. You are the exception. 90% of this country, and I'm not being arrogant, condescending, self-righteous. I'm just telling you the way that it is. We have produced an education system, and I've mentioned this before, contrived by Rockefeller and friends, designed to produce people smart enough to do their job, but too ignorant to ever make control or leadership decisions. Can't question what's going on. And if you do, the UN will call you a disinformation person that you need to be regulated. Okay, now, here's a real key phrase. Please listen to this carefully. From your United Nations, regulators and platforms will take stronger message, um, uh, excuse me, stronger measures during particularly sensitive moments like elections and crisis. So you can't talk about your position on an election issue or an election candidate unless we, the UN, agree with you. Let me say this again, and then I'll hit the second part of this. Regulators and platforms must take stronger measures during particularly sensitive moments like elections and crisis. In other words, they're telling you right there, we come up on election, we're going to shut you up. There's a crisis. You may only present the view we say about the Middle East or Ukraine or issues with China or with the economy or with the uh, uniparty undermining the Constitution. No, 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 you can't do that. And, and hey, hey, listen. Think you can talk about the first family and their business interest with China? I don't think so. Okay, now this is what's funny. The next paragraph in this document from UNESCO says, freedom of expression must be protected. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Regulators and platforms take stronger measures during particularly sensitive moments like elections and crisis, okay? And then in bold letters, the next paragraph Freedom of expression must be protected. This guy's got a sense of humor. Our week, our work has been guided by one central requirement. I almost thought they were going to say one central government. The protection at all times of freedom and expression and all other human rights. Mm -hmm. Except what comes out of your mouth better agree with what we think. Whoa. Okay. Now. Then they tell you the truth. Having media outlets and information tools that are independent, qualitative, and free is best a long-term response to disinformation. You know what? I come on here and I say, the sky is green and the sun comes up on the west. I'll be looked at as a complete jackass with no credibility, no education, and the only time anyone would ever listen to what I would say is that they needed a good laugh like a Saturday Night Live skit from the old days, Chevy Chase. Can, can you believe this document? Okay, but there's more. Then I want you to hear what they say is a statistic. You want to talk about disinformation? I'm about ready to read it to you right here from UNESCO. Global survey confirms the urgent need for action. Okay, that's the title. The publication of UNESCO's action plan is accompanied by an opinion poll conducted by a group that they hired with over 8,000 respondents across 16 countries where elections will be held in 2024. Is it becoming clear that this document and this procedure to control the Internet and what you can say is designed that they get control over the next election? I mean, can there be any doubt? Next sentence. This survey shows that 85% of the citizens are worried about the impact of online disinformation. Excuse me. 
Are you concerned about the disinformation, 85% of you, with my disinformation or with Fox, CNN, MSNBC, the White House press secretary, the United Nations general secretary? Uh, Tell me, where is your concern here? 87% of you, you want something done. You want people to be shut up. You want their First Amendment rights to be taken away. You want anything that disagrees with the establishment is being labeled disinformation and X'd out of existence. Does that sound accurate to you that 87% of us want that? And then they can't even keep their numbers straight. In the next sentence, it says, as a result, 88% are calling on governments and regulators. Okay, have you called on the government to regulate people like me? Or Tucker Carlson? Have you done that? <laughs> 88% of America? Uh-huh. And what's Biden's approval rating? We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Okay, so let me click to another section here. Um, What they have in this document, and I'll make sure that I put the link up here. I want to go to what they say are seven fundamental principles that must be respected. Please listen to this and absorb this because they're telling you what you're going to be allowed to do and what they can do to your freedom of speech, ultimately your freedom of thought. They already control the schools. Trust me, that's coming tomorrow night. You want to hear what I'm going to tell you about basically brainwashing. Okay, here we go. Principle number one of the seven. The impact on human rights becomes the compass for all decision-making at every stage and every stakeholder. 
Human rights are inherently born to be free. God, the creator, created you and created me and everybody else to choose. Now, even though he's the supreme being of the universe, his son Jesus came here to save us. We are absolutely free to choose Team Jesus or Team Satan, and there is no other choice. Those are the only two choices you're given. But you have freedom. You have freedom to live your life honorably to the best of your ability that respects other people, or you have freedom to be a hedonistic slob and run for political office. But you have that freedom. Freedom is inherent in all of us. Why do you think we have the terrible twos? Why do you think teenagers rebel? Why do you think revolutions start with people in their 20s? Because people have an inherent... We are inherently bestowed with the desire to be free. Not for the UN or Joe Biden to tell us what freedom is. And I won't read all seven here, but I want to just go down here and look at... Um, we are fully training and taking more initiative to set up and educate people that will regulate the Internet and make it safe for all stakeholders. And I'm just looking at this here. Um, there's a whole section about how they're going to enforce it. Um, they're talking about termination of accounts. Biden mentioned that. Remember, we talked about that last night. Termination of accounts. And it's, uh, come back here to the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, they're telling you right now, you live under a world dictatorship. We were, We will soon tell you what you can and cannot say, as if that's not already happening anyway. But see, this is not just going to be on the Internet. Because if they get away with this, if we allow them to take away our freedom of speech, if they allow us as we approach elections to crack down on us, and that's basically what they're saying, as elections and critical incidents come, we have the right to regulate you. Why? Because we're the United Nations, and we draw our authority from fake polls in which 88% of the planet says we should do this. Does anybody believe this bullshit? Seriously. Pardon my French, but does anybody believe this nonsense? But they're fully going to do it. Biden is basically saying to the FCC, big middle finger to you, and you know where you can go and what you can do when you get there. To the FCC to the very person who he appointed, who's saying, you can't do this. Oh, yes, we can. But it won't be us. It won't be old Joey. I'm handing it off to the United Nations. Let me go further with this. This doesn't stop with the Internet. This does not stop with the Internet. Because here's what some people say. Oh, well, who needs those people anyway on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. Who needs those people? We don't need that crap. They're just causing problems. It's okay. No big deal. All right. At what point does the encroachment on your freedom become an issue for everybody? And then Martin O. Miller's, you know, soliloquy comes into play. First they came for this group and I said nothing. Then they came for that group and I said nothing. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak. This is where I'm going to go with this. They're going to reach a point of control that will be offensive to nearly every human being on the face of the earth. Because we are not being governed by normal people. We're not being governed by people who have the same needs, wants, desires, desire to cooperate and get along with people. Oh, America is such a racist nation. Most of us don't have the damn time to be racist because we're too busy trying to keep our head above water to stay alive and survive Bidenomics. But this is what we're told. We have to save you from yourself. We know what's best. Trust us. And then we start getting into really critical decisions. Where you live. Um, do you remember when we had a discussion on here? I don't know, five, six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago. 
And I said, they're going to bankrupt you, make it impossible for you to stay in your home, and you'll be forced to move to where they want you to move. And then we talked about Biden's $45 billion to convert. This is just step one. Commercial vacant real estate into residential in stack and pack cities in three to 700 foot micro (laughs) micro apartments. And they are micro so tiny. We can't even see them. Um, So they're going to tell you where to live. So first they start off telling me what you can say, but they don't want you to say what the truth is because they don't want you to warn other people because they know if the masses rise up, they won't be able to stop the resistance. That's what this is about. They know they're reaching critical mass with knowledge and people waking up and they're going to stop it right now. But they're going to carry this over. Not only where you live, but come on, let's go with what we already know to be true. What you're going to eat. We're getting rid of your meat. We're getting rid of your dairy. Uh, Would you please do your own research on this? The C40 cities. Going to be over 1,100 of them. I think there's almost 50 active right now, but there's going to be over 1,100 in America. And they've already signed on to no cars, no gasoline, no meat, no dairy, no travel, They've already signed on to this 15-minute city concepts. They've, this is already a done deal. I came on here over two months ago, and I read to you from Tucson City website their 15-minute city policies. And they're in the implementation phase of all this right now. So this isn't just stop with what you can say on the Internet. This is getting into so you can't warn other people about what's going on because these are the things we're going to follow up and do to you. Oh my. And, and you know, let me just point out something that's related and it's going to seem like I'm having a stream of consciousness, but I'm not today. Eric Adams and yesterday issued a warning to all Jewish people in New York city shelter in place there are videos out there that people don't want you to see but they're out there i'm sorry they're in the public domain maybe this is why they want to control the internet and they're showing police hiding and they're behind a barrier which people that are carrying palestinian flags are trying to kick in the doors to get to the police and then we see other behaviors that are riotous out of control worse than J6, in my humble opinion, or at least certainly on the same level. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, the government's showing you right there. They have no regard for public safety. They don't care that Jewish people feel threatened. They're going to allow the groups that are threatening them to have continued free expression because they want the social chaos that will result in the need for greater control. And that control will come in the form of martial law. And when you live in a 15-minute city, you'll be under martial law. But it's going to go farther than that. What's at the core of every human being? And it really depends on how you answer that on what your philosophy of life is. Are you a physical being that has an occasional spiritual experience? Or are you a spiritual being having a human experience? Now, for me, I'm the latter. I'm having a human experience. They want to control the spiritual. Ultimately, where this goes, it's about total control. They're stripping you of every asset you have. If you look at CBDCs, smart cities, the whole thing we've been talking about, they strip you down to bare bones and we control you. We control your speech. We control if you think you have money, you don't. We just let you spend what you think you've earned. And if we don't like it, we'll take it away from you. Like a parent takes away the allowance of a 10-year-old child. But ultimately, that control doesn't end with your resources. It ends with your soul. And what I hope people can come to realize, and this may motivate people to action, this isn't just about what you're going to eat for dinner or where you're going to live 
or how long they're going to let you live, under what conditions you're going to live. It's not about that. This is the war between good and evil and off there in the distance in an undetermined time and place. Well, we know the place. We just don't know the time. But there will be a big war fought between the forces of good and the forces of evil. And they're trying very hard to do away with that possibility by destroying you. And the way that you destroy a human being, you can keep them alive, but you take away their spiritual options. How long do you think it'll really be until Christianity or any other religion that they don't agree with is going to be done away with? See, that's the ultimate power. If you believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience, they are after the spirit. That's the core baseline of all this. And to get control and get to you in that fashion, they have to strip you of everything that is you in the physical world. And then your soul lies there exposed to the world. Now, will the Lord see you through? Yes. Do we lay down and do nothing? No. I'm in the process of researching in the Bible what the Lord says about standing up to evil. And there's a real pattern emerging, but I want it to be so overwhelming that one night I can come on here and I, and I hope I don't offend or I don't really care about offending because I'm going to tell the truth as I see it. But I hope that I don't bore people to death by saying this verse says this, and this is how it shows up today. I'm in the process of gathering some of those things. And it's becoming clear the direction curve of the Bible is that don't lay there on the damn couch and say, Jesus is coming, hooray, hooray, and sit on your butt, hand me the remote while we still have enough freedom to watch something, and just wait for Jesus to come back. That's not what we're being commanded to do. And this is what I'm finding in the research. I knew this already, but I said, I really got to go dissect this. In fact, I did something today. I don't even know if I have it handy. But I went through and I constructed things on leadership. And I just stuck to the book of Proverbs. And I found things like, you can't be arrogant. Okay, God, what is it called? Pride goeth before the fall in Proverbs. That was one thing that really reached out to me. Um, these people want to strip you of everything. And if you're stuck in pride and you identify with what your salary is, how nice a home you live in, that's the pride that will go with before your fall. If you base your security on your soul, this is who and what I am at my core, you're less vulnerable to these people. But we are not to lay down to these people. We are commanded to fight against evil. Goliath, for example, was an evil giant. And he met his end in a God-serving person named David who had a slingshot and was pretty good. We are, And I'm not advocating you all go out and buy slingshots. But what I'm saying is, it really infuriates me when I see comments that say, well, the Lord is coming. True. Let's rejoice in that. And I'll just be happy sitting here doing nothing. That's not what we're commanded to do. When we reach the gates of heaven and that decision's made and you're told you've been a good and faithful servant, that's to people who have stood up and done what was right. I mean, if you look at the early disciples, did they pay a price? Yeah. Some got hung upside down, murdered in very brutal ways, but they spread the greatest religion in the history of the world. And they're going to be honored as good and faithful servants. They stood up for what was right. And this is what we lack in our country today. We should never be allowing domestic, uh, foreign, whatever. I don't care what country you're from. You tear down the U.S. flag and put up your own version of flag, you go to jail. That's treason. But we won't even defend our own country now. 
Now, I wonder if they tore down the U.N. flag, would the New York police have had a different role in New York City? Would they have actually done something? And I'm calling on New York City police today. If you are worth a damn as a human being, you need to quit that evil institution that stood by and watched those things happen that I watched on video. You need to quit. And if you don't quit, you're part of the problem. That's me standing up. Am I going to make enemies with this? I don't care. What are we going to do, people? Do you understand how the walls are closing in? This is not fear-mongering. I'm just saying this is what we're seeing in society. First, they strip you of what you say. Then they tell you where to live, what to eat, who you can associate with, what are acceptable activities, how much of this you can buy, and how much of that can you buy, and no, you can't go to your cousin's wedding in St. Louis. And then they come for the really important things. And that's what I'm telling you is next. Once they've stripped you of all your physical possessions, please tell me what's next. It's your soul. And in some ways, I feel this is my most important broadcast. Because we're taking a stand on things like, no, I'm not going to go to a 15-minute city. I'll pitch a tent and live like a homeless person. And I'll resist the attempts to make me do this. Hey, that's one aspect. That's physical resistance. But what about the spiritual resistance? I can tell you to get food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And um, by the way, (laughs) our sponsor is helping you lose weight. I've lost two pant sizes in six weeks. And I got this product they call it trimwithdave.com. I'm telling you, this stuff works. It's incredible. I'll put the link in the description box. But you got to keep yourself healthy. You've got to keep yourself mentally in tune. Okay, our mental illness is off the charts. And why is it off the charts? Because we live in an insane society run by psychopaths. It's hard to maintain mental health of what's going on. The abnormal is normal. Criminal behavior is tolerated. I can steal $999 a day and no one will do anything. And if I steal maybe $1,100, they'll let me out in an hour anyway. And I don't have to show up for court and they won't come look for me. This is craziness. This country has fallen. We fell spiritually a long time before we fell with our economy. But people will relate to the economy, so that's where I start. Tonight, you're getting what I really think the baseline is. You have a soul that resides within you that's eternal. You have the power right now to decide where that soul ends up. And too many people are giving in to these psychopaths. They are to be resisted with every illegal law, every unconstitutional act, every anti-biblical principle they try to impose. They need to be resisted. I obey constitutional laws. Listen, I don't like the tax system. I really railed against it today. But guess what I got to do next April 15th, if provided we still have an economy. I got to pay my tax, and I will pay that tax. I'll still complain like hell. That's a constitutional law. And we're commanded by Romans 13 to obey Caesar. But we're not commanded to obey Caesar when Caesar represents Satan. And that's where we got to draw the line. And I just can't. I just can't seem to get this through to people to understand we're not just having things fall apart in America. Things have fallen apart. What's being determined is what's going to happen with you in this physical plane. You know, let me go one other direction with this. It costs $20,000 to buy a robot that can do in McDonald's what any worker can do. And yet people like Gavin Newsom, and I think he's trying to exacerbate the collapse of the economy. I don't think he really cares about how much someone at McDonald's works. He doesn't care about that. He just wants the economy to collapse because that's the agenda of the left. And and what we look at is, you know, $20,000 robots. You have maybe four of them. They can run an entire McDonald's. What are they going to do with the excess people that are useless to them? What do you think Henry Kissinger meant by the term useless eaters? 
Fabian socialists, and I've talked about this philosophy before. This is what these people believe in. If you don't put more into society than you take out, then you should be done away with because you're a detriment to society. Herbert Spencer developed one of the five founding principles of modern sociology, Fabian socialism. And when this AI comes in to replace us, you are expendable. Oh, to quell a rebellion in the early stages, you'll get universal basic income. Oh, great. We can just lay outside and get a suntan. We can work out all day and we'll still get paid to live at a subsistence level, hand to mouth, but oh, we're still alive. How long do you think that these godless creatures that rule over us are going to pay you to do nothing? Has anyone thought of that? Has anyone looked at these impacts? They want to replace you in the workplace with AI. How long are they going to keep you around as a house pet? I hope I've made sense tonight, and I hope that this will motivate you to put this out to other people because there could be a whole lot that people listen to and disagree with me. But the one thing that we can't disagree with is this society has become unredeemingly immoral. There's goodness within our country. There's good people. But all for the evil needs to triumph is for what? For good men to do nothing. And right now we have good people doing nothing, which means they're now part of the problem. It's the silent majority. And I'll give you a microcosm example of what I'm talking about. How many videos have you seen out of um, YouTube or Twitter where someone's being pummeled? Man's beating his girlfriend in the street, for example. I saw that a couple days ago. When I publish to Twitter, these things pop up. I don't go looking for these. They kind of find me. And I was watching this guy just smack the crap out of his girlfriend. And this guy just videotaped. He didn't call 911. I understand that guy's too big for me to handle. But why wouldn't you at least call the police? This is how we have become as a nation. Don't get involved. Don't take a stand for what's right. Let the government determine your kids' values, not you. Well, that's coming tomorrow night. Trust me. You, you, <laughs> I mean, when we look at the Nazi education system, it's here in America today. Only I wouldn't even call it Nazi. I would call it morally reprobate Satanism. There are some really good schools out there still. But this system is designed to make you fail and to control your children. And I'll give you all the evidence for that tomorrow night. And we do another part to this. But we've gone from Biden. He's going to give away the Internet. The FCC chair comes out and objects to finding out he's really handing this off to the United Nations. And it's really become an issue because... Can you imagine if Donald Trump was the president? New York City would be under martial law tonight if Donald Trump were president. We'd be talking to the Russians about, let's calm this down. We'd be telling Iran, there'll be nowhere you mullahs can hide if you don't stop your bullcrap. Because he's done it before. But they can't let us speak about how good we had it under Trump, we have to control that. Amazing. By the way, did you see, speaking of Trump, did you see that the, the judge for Trump, Endigan, his wife is publishing F Trump messages on Twitter? They've gone and deleted them, but people have retained them. <clears throat> and this guy's allowed to stay the judge. And she donates to people who oppose MAGA. <clears throat> this is a judge that's without conflict. This is who we are. This is who we are. I'm looking at some of your comments coming in here, and they are uh, very timely. And those people who are listening uh, and watching this uh, in rerun, 
as I know I did this on a Saturday night and some of you want to go have fun with friends and family and by all means you should, but uh, you might want to look at some of the comments being made by the people in this good audience here. Um, you, um, you are right on the money. You know, someone's really concerned about robots in here. Let me address this. I did the story yesterday. Okay. A South Korean tech guy. He's in a factory where they're having a robot store product. Robot wasn't working right. So he had his sensor. Now the story is total BS. Because he had a sensor, the robot thought he was the product and slammed him into the conveyor belt and crushed his chest and face and he died. That's not true. Because had he done that with the uh, product, he would have destroyed the product. That robot was sentient. And we saw the first murder that we know of, of a robot against a human. And we got a BS reason for it, but that's what it is. And this is what we're headed towards. And robots have no soul. And when you look at where the Satan crowd wants to go, they want to meld mind and machine, not my term, their term. Isn't that melding humans with robots to gain immortality? Don't we have a term for that? Something about transhumanism? My good friend Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA and NATO, found out about this in 1988. He and six other brave soldiers deserted their post because they wanted them to do occultic things like with Ouija boards to summon in evil spirits to give scientific knowledge, which is a lot of what the Nazis did. They were trying to imitate Nazi garnering of technology from demonic forces. And uh, we know that the Nazis were heavily into the occult. And they looked they said, we're not doing this. They believed in God. They deserted their post. Someday I'll have Vance back on again as a guest. Um, we met, oh gosh, probably for about three or four years, almost every weekend to go through this stuff. And this would have been starting in 1992 when I first met him. And we used to spend all day Saturday because we both had free time then going through what I knew from stuff my dad did and shared with me and what he had experienced. He wrote about transhumanism in 1989 in a book called Unbroken Promises. Now, he didn't call it transhumanism. That term won't appear for 10 years, but he described the process. This is the main threat that the AI robots pose to us. We will someday no longer be necessary. The purveyors of power, well, you know the story. And if you're not sure, you can look at authors like Patrick Wood, Technocracy News. So anyway, I appreciate you listening to me tonight. I hope that uh, you will... Uh, um, all of you will deepen your spiritual commitment to the Lord. And if you're someone who doesn't yet arrive at that, you say, I just don't get it. Can't, you know, and as an adult, I had to make that decision too. And I understand the indecision. I understand that. Do I really know this is true? But once you immerse yourself in it, you start to see this is the only thing that's true. And I would encourage all of you to do a deep dive examination of where you're at spiritually. Because I'm afraid for a lot of us, the things where we identify with security and the things we own, our status and who we are, our reputation, that's soon going to all be stripped away. I mean, it is for a lot of us already. I know when I say 65% of America lives paycheck to paycheck, I know that's some of you right here. It's already happening. But no one's going to be immune. If you're in that 35% that's not happening... That number is going to grow and it's going to encroach on you. And there's no one that's going to be immune from it except for the people in charge. And I hope that makes sense. And if it doesn't, come back tomorrow night and I'll lay out how we've implemented pre-Nazi education that ended up becoming the Hitler Youth Movement. And it was the Rockefeller people that brought it in. And I'm going to really process this with you and show you 
how it is today that our kids are being lost. And ladies and gentlemen, we have to save our kids. We may not be able to save them from this evil fate that's coming, but we can save their souls, but we've got to do it now. Because our kids, especially if they go to college, they belong to these animals for 16 years, and they spend so much time in school, it negates the power of the parent. And you wonder why your kids have such different values than you. Education, if you go back and you look at the ancients, the Egyptians, the Greeks, and so forth, education was not supposed to be mandatory, universal, you're told what to believe. You're endowed with your creator with certain talents and abilities, and you should be developing those instead of being told this is the curriculum you must live by. It's okay to have a base foundation, but it best comes from people who are close to you, like homeschooling. Mentoring, we know, is a lot more effective than mass indoctrination. In fact, who scores higher on knowledge tests? Who's more psychologically healthy, less likely to take drugs or get in trouble with the law? Homeschool kids. <laughs> and if you're lucky enough to be in mostly rural communities where Mayberry RFD still exists, count your blessings. But soon those days are going to disappear. Anyway, that's it for the Common Sense Show. And I want to really thank you for coming and watching this. I'm going to really implore you to please share this far and wide. We'll see you back here next time. Enjoy the Internet while you got it. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.